Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Penn State and Illinois made college football history on Saturday with the first ever nine overtime game. The Lions came out of it on the wrong end of a 2018 upset loss at the hands of the Fighting Illini. We'll take a look at how that offense fared in the game on this episode of the Blue White Breakdown. Penn State quarterback Sean Clifford made a faster-than-expected recovery from the injury that knocked him out of the Lions' loss to Iowa just two weeks ago. He got the call to start in Saturday's overtime loss to Illinois, and James Franklin said after the game that Clifford gave his team the best chance to win. Clifford had a few nice moments engineering the Lions' only touchdown drive of the game, but he otherwise looked limited and uncomfortable. That begs the question about the progress or lack of progress being made by Taquan Roberson, who struggled in relief of Clifford against Iowa. Clifford finished the day against Illinois with 165 yards passing and one touchdown, and he was sacked four times. Because of the nature of Clifford's upper body injury, he was not a factor in Penn State's running game, which ultimately worked against the entire offense. The performance was a gutsy one by Clifford, and he told reporters after the game that he was not limited at all. That certainly didn't mesh with the version of Clifford we had seen before his injury, and the clearly unhealthy version that took the field Saturday against Illinois. Looking forward, the health of Clifford is worth watching with three top 10 opponents remaining on Penn State's schedule. His continued recovery will be a must if the Lions want to hang with Ohio State this weekend or Michigan and Michigan State when the calendar flips to November. The Sean Clifford that battled and struggled against the Illini likely won't be enough the rest of the way. Concerns over the Penn State offense grew again on Saturday with a sluggish performance and a record nine-overtime home loss to underdog Illinois. In the passing game, the struggles of Sean Clifford to work through injury were apparent. But in that part of the game, the Lions continued to sputter in the running game, which was once again a product of poor blocking and poor execution. Penn State created precious little running room up front and finished the day with 62 yards on 29 carries, for an average of just 2.1 yards per touch. This was on a day where Illinois gashed the Penn State defense for 357 rushing yards on 67 carries. The Fighting Illini went into Saturday with a game plan, and they stuck to it by beating up a depleted Penn State defensive line and rumbling through a series of arm tackles. The Nittany Lions might learn a thing or two from the commitment Illinois made, all while going into Saturday seriously outgunned in terms of pure talent on the roster. Illinois finished the day with 10 rushing plays that went for at least 10 yards compared to just two for Penn State. Nocane led the way and got a bulk of the work for the Lions in the second half with 43 yards on 11 carries for the game. John Lovett also flashed in the limited touches he got with 21 yards on five carries. It became clear throughout the contest that Penn State is still searching for the right pieces up front. James Franklin is still also searching for the right mix of running backs to help find a spark in the running game. 
None of the Lions' four backs has taken the job and run with it thus far, and it's fair to wonder if they ever will. That all translates to a huge, looming issue that could cost Penn State again this Saturday when they travel to number 5 Ohio State. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our 12 locations. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Penn State's search for answers along the offensive line led the coaching staff to make a couple big changes late in Saturday's loss to Illinois. Without question, the Lions have struggled to create room in the running game while largely doing a much better job protecting the quarterback. Penn State still ranks among the worst rushing offenses in the country with an average of 118.9 yards per game. The Lions rank number 100 in the nation in that category, and they're also number 115 in third down offense. Those two stats are closely related to consistency on offense, which has been seriously lacking through seven games. Penn State struggled to keep the chains moving in Saturday's loss to Illinois, which they entered as big 24-point favorites on their home field. James Franklin reshuffled the deck with his offensive lineman with hopes of creating a spark. He flipped right guard Juice Scruggs to center, and he moved center Mike Miranda back to right guard. Franklin also brought on versatile backup lineman Bryce Efner for a long look at left guard. Similar moves helped the Lions find a spark when they needed one midway through last season, and they did offer a little promise that a better combination of players can lead to better results and sweeping improvements in the run game. Those three positions up front are worth watching early against Ohio State to see if the position changes stuck and if they can start paying off with a better run game. Even in a losing effort, Penn State wide receiver Jahan Dotson found a way to make two jaw-dropping plays against Illinois. The star senior led the team in receiving with six catches for 58 yards, bringing his season totals to 35 receptions, 446 yards, and six touchdowns in seven games. The Lions struggled to get much going in both the passing and running games in a 2018 loss to Illinois, which were both impacted by a banged-up quarterback, Sean Clifford. Penn State couldn't make much happen down the field with Dotson, but he did create a big play out of thin air with a 36-yard grab in the first quarter. Clifford threw it deep down the right sideline into an area filled mostly with Illinois defenders. But Dotson streaked into the picture and made a big play on the ball, turning what looked to be a sure interception into a key play on the Lions' only touchdown drive of the game. Later on, Clifford fired a pass low to Dotson that was only inches away from hitting the turf. Instead, Dotson got low himself and somehow got both his hands under the pass for a catch, which was reviewed and then upheld by the Big Ten officiating crew. Dotson continues to flash all the tools necessary to make the leap into the first round of the 2022 NFL Draft. Explosive yardage hasn't happened through his team's struggles at the quarterback position the last two weeks, but Dotson's still the same great wide receiver he's always been, and he's capable of making plays that few others in the nation can. Thanks for tuning in to the Blue White Breakdown. It's available right here on Penn Live. You can also find it on Alexa, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to follow, like, subscribe, and rate the podcast wherever you listen to it, and get all the latest from us at PennLive.com/slash Penn State Football. You can also check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This is Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live signing off. Until the next Blue White Breakdown.